Well, it wasn't the start of the season that we wanted, nor the ideal stadium opener for North Queensland. But as Australia preps for a lockdown, it's time to look at how the games will proceed with no spectators. Welcome to On The Ranch. Yes, now I can hear a jet plane going over someone's house, but welcome to episode 33. I am Rob. You can find me uh, self-isolating on Twitter at XRBob. Morgan Holmes-Evans, who is typing away frantically at his keyboard. Morgan, yeah, how are well, you? Maybe just stop clicking, man. <laughs> Sorry, that was me on QF2268 just heading over, heading over into town's level bit. Sorry. Yeah. That's beautiful. And uh, at the Barking Frog MC, he uh, sanitizes before every handshake, but not because of COVID-19. Welcome, Mick. Hey, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing all the keys and making us try to sound as, as good as we can because we are on opposite sides of town tonight. Uh, we are all self-isolating. Pistol is the on-the-spot spruker you've been craving to hear. Just don't let him cough on you. Hello, Pistol. My friend, Robert, how are we tonight? Oh, we are amazing. Like I said, we are on opposite sides of town tonight. We have self-isolated just to uh, be 100% safe from the old COVID-19 coronavirus this week. Uh, we're, we're catching the mango virus instead, aren't we, Pistol? Normally, yes, the mango virus. However, it is the 17th of March there, Rob, and uh, I've got a couple of black cans now Ooh. they're not they're not black rats. They are their finest out from the provinces of Ireland. So you were the one that flogged all the toilet paper from all the shops then, because you'll be needing it after drinking all those. Hundred <laughs> percent, no, Mick. And this rig is finer tuned to the the Guinness Stout. So. It certainly oh, is. It certainly looking is. Looking forward to fun times. <laughs> One of the postmen this week, and uh, we had a few comments about the on-the-spot photo with uh, Pistol out the front of the stadium. Scott Michael said, looks like the boys missed your briefing, mate, and uh, he missed out of, on a multi because of uh, our team. Uh, well, Scott Manley got pumped by more than seven, so we're on top of your team. Uh, Kylie McConnell yeah. said, uh, uh, up the Broncos. Thanks, Kylie. That's uh, much appreciated. How did she yeah, get? On, how did she get on our page? How did she get on our page? Uh, we need, I think we need to. Yeah, I, I think we need to put like a little lock kind of thing on there where you got to answer a question to become a member of the group. I'll, I'll butt in on that one. I, I can atone for Kylie. She's a she's a funny sort. She's a good friend of mine. Uh, Broncos actually Dragons first, Broncos second, and then Cowboys around eight. Uh, but she's a good kid and uh, she means well. And in the on-the-spot video itself that we put out this week, Gary Clark said, uh, nice pass. Uh, Rod Kim said, uh, good luck tonight, Russ. You've got me all G'd up, pistol up the Cowboys. Unfortunately, that didn't come out too well. <laughs> now that we sound like we're not in a pub, uh, Eddie Rawlings has uh, given us a ruling, uh, uh, ruling, given us a review on the on the Ranch page. Good listen, guys. Love the banter and special guest chats. Would be great if Pete's multi was posted here each week also. Thanks, Ed. Yeah. What? So we can lose yeah. money? We're uh, following that. We're, we'll get around to it one day. You know what? We have plenty of, plenty of views of uh, Pete's on the spot video and countless likes and shares yeah. on uh, both pages too. So thanks very much, ladies and gentlemen. Season 2020 Game 1 review, the Cowboys versus the Broncos last Friday the 13th. Unlucky for us, it seems I put the mocker on us last week. Uh, 22,459 in attendance, which are uh, not too bad given the uh, situation. 
that uh, went out there. It was a bit touch and go. We weren't sure, weren't entirely sure if the game was even going to go ahead. Yeah, look, there, it, it, there was obviously empty seats there and, and, and kudos to those people that bit the bullet and said, no, I'm not feeling well, I'm not going to go or they weren't game enough to go. Because, yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those situations where we're at at the moment, I guess, where it's they've people have got to start making those decisions now on whether they go to things or, or not or go to work or anything like that. So kudos to all those that decided to stay home because they were unwell. Um, or, yeah. Unfortunately, bad. Yeah, bad start for the Cowboys there in both halves, really. But going down 21 points to 28, the scoreboard, in my opinion, doesn't really reflect too much of the game. I thought it was very one-sided against us, unfortunately. I I highly disagree on that one, Robs. to be honest. I really do. Um, look, no doubt Broncos got the chocolates. And unfortunately for our boys, they were on their another receiving ship of a Bronco defeat. But there was, in my opinion, a five-minute play where Fafida busted through Hess and, and another would-be tackler and stood up Holmes and ran the field and basically scored on the post, if, you, if you'd agree on that one, guys. But there was six points. That was going to be fifth tackle had he been put down on the Broncos' own 40-metre line. It's fifth tackle. They're going to kick the ball and we're going to receive it probably around 10 metre line, run another 20. We're we're taking the ball back 30 metres out from our own from our own try line. But we didn't though. That's stick. the thing. We didn't like. No. I, yeah. Yeah. I know. We're 57. Know. We were 57 errors for the game, which is the highest in the whole league for that first round. There was just way too much drop, and I, I I sort of have to lean towards Rob on this one and think that you know that scoreline was probably a little bit flattering. Yeah, we missed a couple of goals as well, which would have made it even closer. It would have been a, it would have finished a one point game, um, but they didn't make those kicks, and we dropped the ball way too much, made some silly little mistakes that just sort of really and Brisbane capitalised on that. There's a lot of gaps in defence there that I've, I've a reflection of the last couple of years. I thought our defence was more, probably more solid last year, but the other night it just looked, you know, completely shocking. Like as if they were concentrating on an offence for the entire off season. Oh look, I, I yeah, I, I can sort of see where you're going with that. Um, there were there were spots in there. Look for me, I thought the defence wasn't too bad for a first game of the season. I mean, that for me was sort of... Because even Broncos sort of had patchy moments there as well. It's just that they seemed to capitalise more than we did at the end of the day. Um, They didn't drop the ball as much. They completed their sets um, and and that without going into all the stats. But, I mean, you know, it it definitely was... I I sort of felt that I think the scoreline was a little bit more flattering than what it probably should have been, really. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I will stand by my first... Uh, comment and disagree highly on that. Like it was, <laughs> look, I, 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 I know I can be one-eyed at times, and and I, I absolutely agree with what you're saying, Mick. But at the same time, I don't. Oh, it, look, and that's what this podcast all about. We're all having our own opinion. Yeah, yeah. Was, to me, I thought it was like a just little five-minute period. The thing I got out of a lot of that night was we stayed in the fight. Now you can talk about ifs and that and everything else. Broncos, they scored tries. They went up in sixes. The first two tries, we went up in fours. Yeah. Just oh, hypothet- yeah. Hypotheticals, hypotheticals here. Valentine kicks one out of two, right? That last try going up as a try, I can't see conclusive evidence to be not a try. Kyle Felt's kicking the ball to win the game, and we're not having a discussion about sacking Greeny or, 
or anything like that, or we're too clunky, or we're too dimensional, because the, the pundits are just seeing the win. That's that's what that's what I'm sort of seeing as well. Oh, look, and there's no argument about that. I mean, I, I don't think I'm calling. I'm not calling for Greeny's head on that one. I thought there was a lot of promising signs out there that that excite me a little bit more than what last year did. You know, I mean, for me, there was there was mm. there was a lot of good signs out there, and and you know, you got to think about it. We're five minutes into the game, and we've just lost one of our centres. You know, yeah, that doesn't help. That doesn't help. That that's it, reshuffling. Mitch Dunn he's, plays. He's, a, Mitch he's Dunn. an eighty-minute player as yeah. well. And Mitch Dunn's playing in the centres again. Not to say that he can't play in there. He did, I thought he did quite a good job. But you know, you got a guy who's meant to be playing second row as such, and then the next thing you know, he's playing centres for pretty much the whole game. True. Yeah, and then the other the other part of the game is um, it's slightly the other side. All the cramps on the oh yeah Broncos side towards the end there. There was four or five guys going down with leg cramps. Get the pickle juice out, boys. Get the pickle juice. I know. I thought I thought we'd actually come back because, like you said, Peter, we we sort of stayed in the game towards the end, we showed the heart at the, the end. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And if you know, all it took was a couple of cramps going the wrong way. Maybe it took a captain's challenge that was decided correctly and. I was going to ask you guys on the, on that captain's challenge what you thought of it because for me, I mean, that was one. I mean, as they said on Fox, that was one of those ones that is it, it could have it could have gone either way and it went against us. But for I mean, in years gone by, hand on the ball was almost a guaranteed rake every time. Uh, another one of those video ref things where they're looking at something that we're not looking at. I'm thinking. I mean, there's argument whether Morgo had a loose carry. Oh, I don't know about that, but. You know, I don't think he lost control of it no, at all. No, well, I don't. And, uh, Kevy Walters said that. I, Kev Walters on on the Fox call turned around and said, he goes, I don't even think he actually lost control of the ball. I don't, no, and I he was very hard only, to listen to. <laughs> yeah, I think the only time that Morgan actually lost control of that ball was when it was, like you said, hand on the ball in a reefing moment. Now, that's something that no one's really discussed, even on all the other NRL shows or anything. It was a reefing moment. Of course you're going to lose it when you actually are holding it and you're reefing it out. Now, I, I, like I said, I don't want to come across as one-sided, but I am a massive fan of this captain's challenge. I think it's it's been introduced in cricket. It's been introduced in Hawkeye with tennis. It's to eliminate those howlers, and I think as long as it's used properly, and Morgo, in my opinion, he had every right, like, yep, knock on. Bullshit, I knocked on. And you, in my opinion, I, I thought that it was um, reefed out, and sitting live in the stadium once the video ref come over the microphone PA system saying, uh, yep, Morgan's got a loose carry. It's clearly a knock-on. The amount, I think there was about 18,000 boos straight up. And you're going, well, you know, the video refs or something that we all didn't. A lot of ifs and uh, could have beens, but uh, in the end, not the best way to uh, start the opening uh, ceremony or the opening not, game for, for the stadium. But not, uh, not, not it's the only best round way, one. Robs. It is only round one, not the best way. We win the next four or five early on if the season progresses, but I, I think it's a lot of promising signs. There's promising signs. I, yeah. All right, so we might move on to our uh, – This we've started <laughs> up this season. We're going to do 3-2-1 uh, voting for basically the players on the field. It's their own little you know, on-the-ranch rankings, if you if you will. We'll tally them up over the year and, and see how we go. So, Pistol, you've got uh, – if you can do us uh, your little – Dally M style three two one votes. Yeah, Cowboys players good. only. I think we'll stick to the Cowboys players. Yeah, Cowboys only. Definitely them away. only Cowboys. Only. <laughs> yeah. I'm not giving um, any to any Broncos. Yeah, oh, oh, you could. I don't know if you could pay me enough to give a vote to the Broncos. Um, <laughs> my 
No, my, my three two ones are for the game that was uh, played there. I've got Talmalolo as three. Again, I think it was just a work engine. It was a war horse. He made about four tackle busts, um, carried the ball plenty of metres. Uh, East and Masters, uh, I've got him at two now with that. Lolo and Masters, that was basically a toss of the coin. I think Masters just played un- unbelievably for the first time in an official NRL game. I know he played trials and I know he played nines, but to play NRL round one in Cowboys colours, the, the guy was quick. He played a few, put a few good kicks in. Uh, he was quick. He was. He was just another forward, basically. He ran 200 metres. And the other one is Morgo. Uh, as I touched on earlier, I think it was just the um, people I've been talking to all week, they reckon he's got to go. I don't know what game they were watching. He, to me, he was the conductor of the orchestra. So myself, I've gone three points to Isan Masters. I think he was the workhorse of the uh, the entire squad. He was solid in every carry. Two points I've given to Talma Lolo for very similar reasons that Pistol has given. And my one point is going to Reese Robson, who off the bench I thought was 100% solid and brought some uh, spark into the into the entire squad at the, the right time. Did you look at my picks? Because I've gone exactly the same. I went exactly I the same tried. as you, Rob. I've not seen your picks at all. No, I know. But I like your <laughs> Yeah, no, I, 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 def- I totally agree with you, Rob, on that one. I went Masters as well. I, I swear to God, he was probably he was he was our best. He was our. I, I personally felt overall he was our best player on field. Um, if I think he had like uh, I think it was I think I looked it was like four offloads or five offloads, um, hundred and seventy odd meters in in running and and that. Yeah, he he just. Uh, he was up in two two twenty two twenty was it? Yeah. Oh no, Tom yeah. Alolo was Tom Alolo was one eighty something in meters. That's right. Um, but yeah, I had Tom Alolo second, and I agree with you on that, Rob. I thought Robson brought that spark on that probably kept the boys in the game. Um, he just, I tell you what, I think Granville might be um, a little bit nervous. I think. Uh, I think he's coming out with, with a point to prove, and I yeah. think maybe he's he's laying a bit of foundation for a, you know a more solid role in the future, especially if Granville has any issues or you know if he can't keep it up. Yep, definitely agree. I with I, I, I I hear what you're saying there, Rob. I think you keep Granville and use Robson off the bench where he is as well. Well, it works. It's worked for perfect. us to have. Yeah, it's worked for us to have split halves, yeah. uh, split uh, yeah. uh, hookers. Yeah, um, all in the past. So. And Morgan, you got a three, two, one. Yeah, I've gone Masters three. Um, awesome spark run in, fantastic. I was a big fan of him. Um, big Tom Alalo for two, and um, I'd go Cooper. I like Cooper. I thought he was really good. I enjoyed his work. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate that call. I don't hate that call. I thought he, he had, had a pretty good game. You've been telling him up for us, mate. I, I have, man. I have. Um, so Masters on eleven points. Tom Alolo on nine points. Robson on two. And Morgs and Coops on one point each after the first round. All right. Well, we might jump into uh, the game two preview for 2020, and it is the Bulldogs hosting the Cowboys on uh, this Thursday, the 19th. Now, as I speak, that game is going ahead 100% without a crowd, uh, but the situation is very fluid. Who knows? It could be called off at any any moment. Oh, I yeah. think the team has been named. There is only one change, and that is that Josh Maguire is coming back into the eight, which forces John Asiata onto the bench in 15, and Corey Jensen has been pushed into the reserves in the number 18. Cool, cool. Um, I, I think this could be interesting. I was reading an article, I think it was yesterday. Is it? Josh Jackson, I can't think of his name from Bulldogs. 
Yeah, it is Josh Jackson. Yeah, he's he, the captain. He, he basically came out and turned around and said he's actually quite looking forward to it because it might actually um, it could potentially be a really good thing for the game because it means that the players are actually going to be playing for the game, not for the crowd. Could be quite interesting. And he, he said he goes, it's no different to back in the day when you used to play schoolboys, you know, at four thirty in the afternoon at ANZ Stadium and there'd be no one there. So he goes, and he used to love it. He used to love that just being able to uh, absorb the ground more so than the. The crowd. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure they love the crowd noise too. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, it'll be. It, he reckons it'll be an interesting game. And and on top of that as well, Mick. I've been to ANZ Stadium a couple of times for Grand Finals and Origins and things like that. If the NRL do proceed on all this with no crowd playing, Bulldogs and Roosters are definitely the favourites because they <laughs> play in an eighty thousand seat empty stadium every week. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be pretty used to that. Yeah, but yeah. It, it won't be. It won't be anything untoward the Bulldogs this week. Well, it will be an interesting game uh, from all perspectives, with no crowd and the Bulldogs traditionally weren't too great, although they were pretty strong last week from uh, from the bits I, and pieces that I saw. Yeah, I I, I, I watched a fair chunk of that game against Parramatta, and I, I thought they played really, really well. They were probably, um, that scoreline probably didn't really tell the true tale of the game, you know. I mean, well, actually, no, it probably did. Bulldogs should have actually won that by about 24 to the two. In all honesty, they just did not know how to execute a last pass. Yeah, well, they didn't have any wingers left. <laughs> Well, let's hope they keep yeah, it up this and, week. And we are playing a school <laughs> night as well. Yeah, well, that's exactly. Yeah, right. that doesn't hurt. Uh, look, I, right, I, I well, think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a tough game, though. I, I don't think it's going to be as easy as a lot of people think it's going to be. Sadly, no, no. We uh, we might find out a bit more about that later on. But um, best of luck to the Cowboys. Let's hope they uh, pull that one off. But we might jump straight to pistols this day in Cowboys history. Well, I'm. Taking you on a memory lane and a trip back to 1998 for, for this little Cowboys Day in history. We had a pretty ordinary uh, 97 season, which was in the Super League. And in 98, that was the actual conversion of the NRL. We started the season really, really uh, well. We won our first four and then we got smashed by the Bronx. We then... Uh, regrouped and we won another few others in the end uh we ended up finishing the season on six which was a bit of our uh, 16th sorry which was a bit of a disappointment uh considering the uh start that we had uh johnny lomax he was our only international player that played for us in that season uh he was from new zealand he was actually named the uh, players player uh we also blooded two uh, solid 18-year-olds during that season. One of them, I don't know if you remember, boys, but he goes by the name of Josh Hannay. And the other one was from a province near the Darwin border, uh, Mount Isa, called Scott Prince. Uh, yeah, so comment on that one. Near the Darwin border? <laughs> near the near Darwin the, border. NT oh, <laughs> border, NT border. Anyhow, Hannay planned to play in 96, but he was uh, a 16-year-old. The ARL vetoed it, so he came along later on in life. Uh, basically, the same year, uh, Tim Sheens, as the coach at the time, he got Noah Nandruku up from Canberra 
in my opinion, I thought that was going to be an absolute gun signing. I actually loved Noah. Uh, Noah and Ken Nagers. I don't know if these are all listeners, but I don't mind the Raiders. But uh, Noah, <laughs> uh, Noah, Noah came up, didn't quite eventuate. But in that same year, Rowdy, Rowdy pulled on the boots and it was it was kept quiet by the club. But um, former Australian Queensland rep, uh, Dal Shearer, actually laced up and played for us in that same year. And you know what? I thought that it was... Um, it was interesting at the time, and I never forget that Bronco flogging, and that that to this day stemmed in my history of why I hate the Broncos. That so was much. was that the one they beat us like fifty two four or something stupid? Yeah, like that? yeah, yeah, it I was, was ridiculous. Langer Langer went off in the first half for a sin bin, and they just kept going. Yeah, I I remember that. I do remember that when we were listening to it on the radio. I was uh, out at Winton, but unearthing people like Princey and Josh Hannay and. You know, Princey went on to play over 300 plus games for uh, you know the Tigers, the Titans, the Broncos, us. Uh, Hannay played a good almost. I think he played 200 games for the for the Cowboys before going away and then linking up with the Cronulla Sharks a little bit later on for a couple of games. So you know, we've we've unearthed quite a lot. I might have been 150 games. I'm sorry, but we've unearthed quite a lot of talent up here in the north, and uh, I. Personally, I don't think we get the recognition we are. So, history of Cowboys is um, just to just to bring you up to date with a couple of things that did happen in yesteryear. What I'd give to have a DeLorean <laughs> with a flux capacitor. Yeah. Well, let's wow. uh, moving straight over to our tipping comp for this year. Our 2020 season tipping winner will receive an official NRL NQ Cowboys 2020 playing jersey signed by all our guests this year and whoever else we can get to uh, sign their moniker on it as well. It's all thanks to Be Clean NQ. We have 55 members signed up. Well, we'll uh, head down the ladder and uh, Rego Bush managed seven out of eight with a margin of four. Rego getting a good early start. Absolute cheater. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Toddles, Rod and Lisa and Morgan. Morgan. Six from eight with a perfect margin this week. Yep. Well done. God, Love it. he's a stitch up. That's a stitch. It is myself, <laughs> Tunza, Forks, and the Irk getting six as well, but with a two margin. Late, Cambo 22 uh, getting six as well with four, and that rounds out the top ten pistol. I am. I have to scroll. You've got to scroll deep, man. you got to go down deep. You know, I've got to go down that deep. I've almost got to go to page two. And now you've got to go to at the end of page two. Yep. Mm, so in uh, page two, fun. tipper number 51, pistol. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, perfect yeah. round. Yeah. With a yeah. 16 margin. We're heading to NRL round two tips. And to kick it off is, of course, this Thursday night at ANZ Stadium. The Bulldogs hosting the Cowboys. I am taking... The Bulldogs by four. You're a wanker. You're the Boo. biggest wanker I've Boo. ever heard of in the history of wankers. <laughs> yes, have well, that jersey, that jersey might have my name on it, and uh, I'm going yeah, for it. Unfortunately, I just think, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are the host of uh, the only NQ Cowboys podcast, and you are tipping against them. Uh, like I've always said, and if anybody listened last year, I tip for the win. I do not tip with my heart. 
I, I absolutely you're want the Cowboys to win, but I just don't think it's going to happen. He's like you're pissy, a wanker. Pissy, you're a wanker. You got to understand that he's obviously picking. He, he he he. You know, if the Cowboys win, he's a happy man. If the Cowboys lose, he's a happy man. So it's not at all. That's not how I tip. You'll you'll see as the year goes on. That's what I'm saying. But if if the Cowboys if the Cowboys win, you're going to be you'll you'll be like okay, that's great. I'm happy because I'm a Cowboys supporter. But if they lose, you're going to be happy because you get the point for your tip. I'd still rather we win. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I I hope that I'm the second round perfect rounder. I'm I'm actually going in all honesty as well, Rob. I am definitely going the opposite to the Bulldogs on this one. Yep, as expected. So the yep. Cowboys by by, by, it's, by it's a margin, margin of sixteen. Oh, wow. Sixteen. Ooh. That's game big. Yeah, that's yeah. game. Mick, I've gone the Cowboys. I think by... I'm being a bit. <laughs> I'm being a bit generous on the Bulldogs on that one, Rob. So I'm I'm actually no nah, no. Nah. I'm going to change it to a margin of 26. Oh, and I will wow. submit that now. Wow. wow. That's big. All you right. can tip uh, with that six Guinness under you more often. <laughs> and Mick? Uh, Cowboys by six, mate. Beautiful. Morgan? I'm going the Cows by six. Lovely, lovely. The second game of the round on Friday, the St. George Illawarra Dragons hosting the Penrith Panthers at Netstrata Jubilee Stadium. I love wow. it when the new sponsors change. New sponsor. Yep. Whatever so Penrith at $1.60, the Dragons at $2.30. Myself, I'm going for Penrith and Pistol. I am on the Red V still. Red uh, V? They're the minor premiers, man. And Mick? Uh, I've gone Penrith, even though I said they're going to finish last this season. I think Penrith will, um, just going on how they played last week, They, um, I think oh. they'll bring that in. Not going to finish last, I can guarantee you that. Morgan? No, not the way they're going. Oh, I'm definitely going Panthers with this one. I reckon it'll be pretty easy if I'll march it. And it's Friday night under lights. What a surprise. The Brisbane Broncos at Suncorp Stadium hosting Souths at 7.05pm. The Brisbane Broncos at $1.85. The Rabbits at $1.95. I am taking the Broncos. Yo, what? They played pretty good last weekend. They played horrendous. They went through a team that missed 51 tackles. It could only score 27. Are you kidding me? Don't go against what you've given, though. We didn't provide much. Man. <laughs> oh. So, so you tipping? I'm yep. definitely on the south here, man. Wayne Bennett has been in Suncorp Stadium in an empty arena a million times compared to what Seabold has. He knows what to do. Mick? Um, I, I, I don't agree with the statements that Pistol's making, but I'm agreeing with his tip. I'm going the bunnies. I think it'll be pretty close, though. Very good. Morgan? Look, I, I just want to say, before any of Pete's waffle, I tip the bunnies. I'm sticking through. <laughs> sure you did. Uh, the first game of Super Saturday on the 21st, 2pm. Strangely, well not strangely, as we all know the news, but at Seabus Super Stadium, the New Zealand Warriors are playing host, kind of, to the Canberra Raiders. The Raiders are $1.23 to the Warriors $4.05. I'm tipping the Raiders myself and Pistol. This must be a tough one for you. It's, it is actually tough, but I'm just looking at this, and I just want to throw a hypothetical out here. Do you think you're going to get more fans to this game on Saturday than the Titans on Sunday? Hard to say. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go more fans at the Warriors. I'm I'm, I'm actually going the, the bros from across the ditch. And Mick? Ooh. I've gone the Raiders. Raiders, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And Morgan? Yeah. Let's go Raiders. 
in a canter. I'd say Let's I reckon go. they'll pick it up by 12. 4.30 p.m. Right. at Central Coast Stadium. The Roosters are playing host to Manly. The Roosters at $1.50 with Manly at $2.55, taking the Roosters myself. Pistol. I, uh, going Manly, I've got my brother-in-law. It's his birthday today on St. Paddy's Day. He's tuning in uh, when it releases tomorrow or whenever it does. It's his birthday. He's a Manly supporter. I'm just doing it for him. And I hate Nick. Roosters. Uh, roosters. Morgan. Yeah, Roosters. Lovely. Good call. 6.35pm at again, Netstrata Jubilee Oval. The Sharks are playing host to the Storm. The Sharks, $2.65 to the Storm, $1.47 as we speak. Are they gonna, uh, sorry, I'm, sorry to cut you off there. Are they got a double header there, are they? Uh, um, no, there's uh, Friday night and then Saturday at uh, Netstrata okay. Jubilee. Ooh, what, anyway, sorry. And uh, so I'm going the Storm and Pistol. I'm going the Sharks. Cam Smith's already thrown in the towel. <laughs> Very good. So you'll be lingering down the bottom for another week. Mick? Uh, I've gone the Storm. I don't think it'll be as easy as we think, though. And Morgan? I'm happy to go the Storm. Not a big fan of a Sharkies, but yeah, let's go Storm. Love it. Sunday, the 22nd, 3.05 p.m. at Leichhardt. The Western Tigers hosting the Newcastle Knights. The Tigers are $1.85 favourites over the Knights, $1.95. Wow. I am taking the Knights. Yeah, yeah that's a big odd. I've gone the Knights. Uh, I've gone the Knights. Pistol? I'm on, I'm on board. Everyone's going the Knights. Yes. Well, I'll, I'll take a screenshot of what I'm looking at here, and I'm, I've tipped the Tigers. I just think... I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going against the Knights. Like, I think they were good. I just think that Benji's magic. He's playing. He's only 33. He wants to play till he's 36. I just think there's a bit of money on offer if uh, Benji plays some good footy and gets re-signed for a $300,000 contract. In the final game of the weekend on Sunday at Seabus Super Stadium, all over again, the Titans hosting Parramatta. The Titans $3 to the Eels, $1.38. I will be tipping Parramatta. Pistol. I will be going the boys from the Glitter Strip. I'm, I'm on the Titans on this one. Uh, Mick. Uh, Para. Beautiful. And Morgan. Yeah, I'm happy to go the Eels as well. The Titans are a mess and they always will. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> There's never a true word has been spoken. So, uh, well, that's the tipping for round two for the On The Ranch tipping comp. Uh, come a- come along and join us at footytips.com.au. All thanks to Be Clean NQ. And we shall jump right into Pistols with Multi. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Proudly brought to you by Fusion Networks. Pistols Multi. So this week's edition of Pistols Multi, I've gone Cowboys to beat the Bulldogs. I've gone South Sydney to beat the Broncos. I've gone Manly to beat who are Manly playing the Roosters. And <laughs> I just had to look all these all these colours on the screen. And I've also gone the Titans over Parramatta. Now Morgan, how much is that paying us? All right, we put a sweet little red back on that, and we get four ninety two twenty seven. Now, Morgan, how much is that worth if you add the Warriors into that time? If we do put in the Warriors over the Raiders, it's good value because it, that paid four bucks. One thousand nine hundred and ninety three dollars and seventy two cents. 
Wow. I tell you what. It's a bit of cash. It's a we bit could of probably cash. afford about 24 rolls of toilet paper and a couple of hand sanitizers. But well, thanks to Fusion Networks, ladies and gentlemen. That was Pistols Multi. And, and absolutely, Fusion Networks, 100% behind all their data servers and carrier needs. I, I tell you what, I heard, I heard that people wow. had um, remote access lately because of the old corona. Yeah. So if you need to do some tele. Well, teleconferencing like this podcast, we'll, we'll which and 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 please don't judge our audio quality on what no. Fusion Networks can do. They can do a much better job. Oh, high definition, full Dolby stereo surround. If you do need a, a sweet little remote access setup so you can work from home in these uh, strange times, then then here's up Fusion Networks on Facebook. We'll hook you up. Well, uh, thank you very much, Morgan. That's us for another week of NRL action. We've now officially got more listeners than the NRL has spectators. So uh, while we're up there, ladies and gents, please like and share us everywhere you can. Leave us a rating as well and send in any questions you have for us. We do love hearing from you. You'll find us all at the on the well, at on the ranch NQ on Insta. You'll find me at XR Bob on Twitter, Pistol at the On the Spot Facebook page, at Morgan Holmes Evans on the yeah, socials for Fusion Networks, Facebook, I think all of them pretty much. And last but by no means least, at the Barking Frog MC on all the socials as well. Do you know? Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Stay hygienic. Wash your hands. Well, is that done? All right, signing off for tonight. That's me. Good night. See ya. Bye, everybody. Go the Cowboys. Yeah.